This show is proudly brought to you by Family Tree Dentist, creating healthy smiles, one patient at a time. Receive up to 20% off this winter on general, pediatric, cosmetic, and prosthesis dentistry. Transform that smile today without breaking the bank. Visit us at Leogem Innovation Works in Halfway House, Madrunt. Don't wait any longer. Call us today at 063-985-2527 to schedule an appointment. Family Tree Dentist, your partner in oral health, committed to creating healthy smiles, one patient at a time. Turn up the volume. The volume. Hey, yo, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Kopano Sikisomoyeni Mabuwe, back at it again, Spotlight interview. Today, I have one of my uncut gems, if I would say so. Uh, he's like a gemstone, you know. Uh, it just comes from the underground, and so far, it's been doing amazing. But the funny part is, I didn't know who he was until I actually did some research on him about who he is, where he comes from. Because I'm a, I'm a lover of music, man, and I have an ear, you know? So I checked his um, latest uh, offering out under the Malice recordings, and I said, I need to have a conversation with this guy so that he takes us on a journey of who he is, uh, where he comes from, and where he's going. So ladies and gentlemen, yeah. please welcome my special guest, Morena. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know what Morena means, what does Morena mean to you specifically? Because I it means what... it means king. Literally uh, means king. Because I, I really do come from uh, royalty if uh, in the free state and stuff like that. So yeah. my yeah. family is is just that. So Morena is literally yeah. It's, it's my other name that means king you come from royalty i believe yeah. i believe it's sometimes you know uh, people might just call that name and they don't they don't understand the authority that that name has you know and the power oh. you know uh because yeah. also once i knew that you uh part and parcel of mushroom boys and you are now moreno i was like okay why did he just continue with the name or say something else? He chose his actual original name, you know. Yeah. And how? But then, did, how did because that come? what really happened was, if you noticed in Mushroom Boys, there were some songs that were credited when when we released them. They would say Mushroom Boys, but by the credits they would say Morena Mutiko, which is my name and surname, my other name and surname. So I decided to brand myself um, when things didn't actually work out. Uh, it was it's really hard to rebrand yourself, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's what I. Yeah, we we just you know it sometimes happens with um, duos or um, a group like groups and stuff like that. So I just decided to you know what, let me just take a break, rethink or reimagine where I want to go, and I'm just to officially call myself Moreno. But a lot of um, um, producers and people that were behind the curtain in South Africa and overseas, they actually knew that I am, I'm actually Moran. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of production within Mushroom Boys is produced by me, Moran. Mm-hmm. So that's why I decided just to go solo after everything settled down in Mushroom Boys. Yeah. How, lo- how long was the break? 
the break for uh, between okay it was something like let just say it was long maybe three years yeah. three yeah. years i would say three years then i decided to release yeah my first um my first ep or my first track which i featured carlos mena casamena of ocharo yeah. record I, I featured him yeah that was my first uh, i think if i remember correctly it was in 2018 so i took a break between um 2015 around there because we did decide to make a comeback in 2016 but it never actually worked out so there was you know the the, the last straw and i decided to go solo yeah so, officially. so in between those years you taking a break of course maybe you were producing music but not that music probably that you want what was going on emotionally, spiritually, you know, just as a person? What were you trying to discover, you know, about yourself as well? So, I actually um, studied fashion. Mm. So, music mm. is my first love and fashion is my passion. I've always fused the two together. Mm. I've always tried to balance them out because that's, that's me. That's what God gave me. You know, yeah. so during that break, I was actually preoccupied more on the fashion side. So I was pushing things in the fashion industry behind the curtain for, you know, yeah, for a lot of companies, even um, styling some people, stuff like that. You know? So that's me. I'm also in the fashion industry. I yeah. love style. I love you know, good things. So I kept myself busy with fashion, but just so that I don't lose my craft in the music um, production side of things. I still continued making songs. I would go to, you know, my little studio there and just, you know, just to brush up, just not to lose um, that momentum. That's what I did um, during that break. I just have a, a very important question that just came about. Like, how important it is as an individual or as a person just to move on from something? Like, when the season is done, how important it is to move on? You know, some some people find it difficult to do it. Then they'll just dwell in the past and then they'll go around in circles. But there's power in understanding that there's nothing wrong in dropping something that doesn't work for you and starting all over again. Mm. There's nothing, there's power in that because mm. you never know uh, what your destiny has for you, you know. So that's what I decided to do. Like, you know, I didn't want to dwell on Mushroom Boys or the past, I just decided, you know what, yeah. it's not working out for me right now. So let me just give it a break or just leave it and then I'll just rebrand myself properly. So, so that's that's what I think. The response is good so far. How does it feel that the past will always like, creep up at some point? You know, the name Mushroom, like I mentioned as well, like I'm mentioning now, how does it feel? What emotion does it involve in you? Um, sometimes it does, or let me just say maybe just a few years ago, it used to cut deep. Yeah. You know, when people yeah. say, even more especially on social media, yeah. and his mushroom boy is coming back and they'll ask yeah. me questions, even inbox me. So it would really cut deep. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, letting go of mushroom boys was something very hectic and emotional as well for me. But I, I just had to take that step. But the name does creep up. Um, there and then, but now people understand that no, but Morena has always been the guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even was there's a lot of songs I solely produced there, a lot of songs. 
mm. it's safe to say um most of the songs you can name maybe a, a few songs if if um from the top of your head if you remember them i'll tell you if no that's a joint um teamwork um setup where we were together in studio or i produced it solely i mean even from the first song that mushroom boys released i i did it solely so you know sometimes when you believe in something you just keep quiet you just be i don't like attention i, I just didn't want to go on social media and say stuff yeah so that's that's and 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 your journey is amazing man because like um i was checking out also catalog with dm recordings you know because that was my like first reference to having to it's so crazy and the music that you do i also wanted to know man um are you a spiritual person or because the vibes that the music gives me man and it's just so crazy and so powerful. I was chilling with my girl this other day and I was listening to the latest offering, Divine Interventions. Hey, let's couple this. Like, it, I zoomed out literally for a couple of minutes, you know, and I just had to take off my headset and go out just to, to get some, yeah. some fresh air. Just yeah. tell me about your creative process and your intention behind creating the music that you're creating. You, you're quite spot on. I'm, I'm a very um, spiritual person. I'm a, um, I follow my traditions, my culture. I'm just a rooted African man. And also, I'm also a historian of African culture as a whole. So if you even notice the pattern from way back in Mushroom Boys, we'd find some songs and name them in Sesotho or those songs would be a point of reference to something in African culture. Like I have songs called Eredu, which is um, which was a city in Nigeria that was burnt down by the Westerners. I, I, I'm always telling a story behind my songs yeah. or telling a story, educating people about my, my, my culture. Because there's even on DM recordings, there's an EP that I released called Tawaholobwe, meaning yeah. on my family side of my mother, comes from Maholokwe and my dad comes from Bashwesh. So I'm educating um, people about my culture, more especially um, the youth that actually listen to uh, my songs. They would always ask, what does that mean and stuff like that. And they find it interesting. So I'm just trying to tell a story through music, tell my story through music, tell Africa's story through my music. That's, that's what I do. So, uh, like the mood, I just want to know that the process, is this something that comes to you and then maybe you grasp into it and you just head to studio or sometimes uh, it's just you sitting on the chair and feeling, uh, taking out whatever that you're feeling? I can never, I can never ever just sit on the chair and decide to make songs. Usually, that's why sometimes I take long to actually release um, an EP or song because I must be in that zone to actually feel um, my gift and feel the instruments and feel everything so that I can, you know, produce something that I really feel, that I feel that other people will actually like. So for me, production is something, and it's something, it's, it's a spiritual thing. It's, I can never just um, produce a song just for the sake of producing and just for the sake of releasing it. No, that's not me. No, that's why I take time to actually release songs. You've had you've whatever had, song you hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, whatever song that you hear, you must know. You must know that that song, that guy, was in a certain zone before 
he released it. He was in a certain zone, a spiritual one. That's that's me. That's just yeah. what I do. So you had, because um, I remember uh, when you're speaking about um, Casamena, I remember I was still in high school. Oh, it was back in the days. I was still in high school, and um, I think you you guys once had a mix on the Casamena radio show. You know, um, mm-hmm. also deeper shades and stuff. So, what would you say were some of your best um, prophetic? Uh, uh, um, features till this day, you know. Like I know the one with Casamena is also on the top three, but I just want you to name more two, two, two or more things. Prophetic features. Features, as in okay. Huh. I would say well, I would say remixes. Uh, well, in South Africa, when um, Z, what Africa, Mzilegas, what Africa released, um, Umoja, that was a huge project. It had Eromaniel, it had, if I remember correctly, Bodhisattva, it had Tulo the song. Then it had Mushroom Boys. So that song actually put us, you know, on another level. Or we took a giant leap when we released that song. But then again, about that song, I also kept, kept quiet. It's actually a Morena production, but it came out as Mushroom Boys. That's one feature I liked. Uh, I once did a remix for Polisapa, offering records, um, Paramba K. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was also big. Uh, another one that I liked, Takapo used to like it, um, Ketokole by Petron, Petron Dupai. Mm. Back then, yeah, I, it was big. You, you, oh, even, you giving even me the, chills. You giving me chills. Yeah, yeah. You taking me back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even, even now, the Carlos, no, Morena, featuring Carlos Mena song called I'm a DJ that actually did very well overseas mm-hmm. and it got played by huge artists like uh, you know, Osulare to your Hector Romero even did a remix of it. And, uh, I once said Luis Vega was rocking it and so there was enough. In fact, on that project, when I did my comeback, um, I got featured on a double copy. Um, you know, they actually did an original CD with yeah. a double copy of only South African there that had a song. And if you check there, the artists that were there are big artists like your Paso Dobo, um, Quentin Harris, um, your um, who's this? Louis Vega is there. And I'm the only South African there. So that's another feature that I would say it was it was actually good for me as Moreno. I, um, I would say that you you're too humble man you know um i feel like you're too humble and also that's one of like uh, uh, uh your biggest uh, uh, things but also at the same time being too humble has also cost you you know but i feel like you are in the <laughs> super super elite league, you know um if people can go back like from also what you just mentioned now and try to understand who Morena is where he comes from they give you respect man because the respect that i have for you right now is 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 more than anyone i don't want to name or shame anyone but you are in the super league and i feel like at time that you we also learn more about you and we embrace you for being Morena and you also embrace yourself because we can't 
we we can't embrace you if you don't take it in and be like yo so i've so, done a lot so. you know because yeah. Yeah. like superpowers man superpowers but besides that man um it's been a rough journey yes it has it has some great milestones and everything where we are now and where we are going are two different uh changes you know but where do you think we are now within the dance music scene in south africa moving forward i think south africans have worked hard on this i mean the afro sound um back then when we used to dj with um vinyls and even now i still do but we received the afro sound from um people like your osmlade your manu even bodhisattva was there they have vinyls and stuff like that but back then we took it and made it our own mm. we owned it and now we've taken it to another level I mean, look at your black coffee even look at your dakapo what they're doing overseas we added that techy sound and stuff like that so now we own the sound meaning only greater things are going to evolve from what we have done uh, and i'm fortunate enough to say i'm part and parcel of or one of the the people that actually started the afro house movement in south africa i was there you know and i'm still here so obviously south africans are talented in terms of music um we have the craft only good things are coming our way i mean um even overseas dance floors we dominating there we yeah. dominating a lot overseas yeah. in new ibiza you, there's no way there's an afro house party a huge one and you won't find at least one south african artist who's yeah. booked there you know the only great things are coming within our movement the only great things are coming but then the thing that i don't know if i should mention this but the thing that i feel we are doing wrong in terms of afro remember back in the days we used to be one unit we used to move as one yeah. but now the reason why things are a bit I, w- i wouldn't say stagnant i would just say there's a lot of division because of that thing of people wanting to be exclusive so yeah, yeah. if we follow the steps that we actually started with I'm telling you greater things will come. We just need to be one and then we all move in the, the cats that are unknown, the young the young guys. It's going to be easier for them to come in and then so that we can push them. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So also there's now like um three step which is after house. There's also now yes. um <laughs> deep house light. <laughs> That's funny for me. You know, but um from your Uh, recent work and recent projects man um what can you expect from you going for i know now that okay there is something that's happening in your mind there are projects lined up where we, where where are we going now what more in terms of minecraft wow uh, there's the complex a lot of there's a lot of songs that i have uh, lined up to get mm-hmm. released and You know one thing about me as Bore I'm I'm not a person that actually restricts themselves within afro only I I I actually make music so mm. there's other projects that could potentially come out with a jazz which are um your alternative that that alternative sound the broken beats and stuff like that so it's just that people know me for afro and I love afro that is why 
I'm well within that space a lot, but I have other projects that are going to come out that are going to wow people because they never expected it from a person like me who's produced Afro. Um, I recently released a Bossa Nova song with um, Ocha Records. I don't know if you checked it out with yeah, Ocha yeah. Records where I remixed uh, Los Tembores de Laman by Carlos Mena and Osulare. It came out on Ocha Records. That's a project that also wowed people as to, wow, Morena actually makes music. He doesn't actually make one genre or make one sound of music. So going forward, expect a lot. Yeah. Whether it's alternative, your broken beats, or Afro, I'm just going to keep you guys on your toes. And speaking about um, Three Step, that new sound, don't you think that Ancestral Ceremony is an old kind of step? Because that song was kind of like a broken beat and it, it, it is a three-step if, if you listen to it. It's just that it's the older version of three-step. I don't yeah. know if you would have. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like, that's what I'm saying. You're taking me on a journey because I would say, remember that we, we didn't, when, when, when Ancestral Ceremony back in those days, we used to call it tribal music. Some, yes. You know, yes. But someone today would say uh, that's Afro House. I'm just make an example. Not just a bit mm-hmm. of you know water there and there. You know, just to tone it a bit. You know, and what you say in what ancestral ceremony, it makes perfect sense. And the reason I feel like you're always gonna stand out as a as a producer is the fact that you've been through these gen- uh, um, different. How can I put it? You've been through some different- genres. Yeah, subgenres, and also uh, you you've been good at almost all of them because you were in between the generations, yeah. and yes. till today you are still there, and you are quick to adapt and yeah. listen to new ideas and stuff. And speaking of that, who do you think we should watch out for this year? Or if 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 that you have featured someone on your project. That is up and coming that you think yeah we need to watch out hmm that's a tough one just three. that's a tough one just three, three. I, I, no, i'm so three. i'm sorry if you're gonna forget someone they know they know they go but just name three i, I think we should watch out for actually he's been there but um for the younger kids um i would say i don't know how to pronounce it is it kg zoo Oh, yeah, KG Zoo. He calls himself KG Zoo. I usually say Kazoo. Yeah, KG Zoo. Very dope. Some people say Kazoo. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, definitely Atmos Black is obviously making his thing. Yeah. That guy is going places as well. Mm. Another person that we should watch out for South Africa or international? Those, South those, those artists. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are South Africans. Um, another person for me that I feel that is underrated as well, I think he should be on the pedestal of things as well as uh, technique. Oh, uh, that's a that's a legend. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like with, with technique and you, it's more people that understand who you are. You know. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. more people that understand who you are first, because you can never just become a modern affair. You'll get lost somewhere. Yeah. You need to know That's who true. this guy is and where he comes from, you know, so that you can sure. according the journey. 
But yeah. Oh wait, there's one more that I forgot. Let me, I have to mention this. Underrated <laughs> as well. Yeah. And we're actually planning on doing something um, together. You, I have a lot of stuff that I'm going to do, but Jackson Brainwave as well. Oh. Okay. Jackson Brainwave is also Jackson Brainwave is what me technique and Jackson Brainwave are one of those people who are, are not giving our flowers while we're still alive like right now i don't that, know how that's what i'm doing now that's what i'm doing now oh thanks <laughs> yeah we're gonna do it proper yeah, I, think, I think i'm uh, we're gonna do some award you know just a proper award and say it's from us to yeah. you Jay, so that you keep sure. it every day you watch it uh i'd really appreciate that yeah yeah <laughs> Jackson, Jackson, Jackson is dope, bro. Yo, Jackson is dope. Um, yeah, that guy is on is on another level. He, he, yeah, he's on another level. He's on another level. Dope. Sure, the sound sure. is unique. Also, he understands Afro. He still does Afro house. If you, yeah, or tribal house with a bit of that techiness, but his sound is like it's timeless. Yeah. Actually, his sound is like what we used to do back then. You know, he's, mm. you can listen to Jackson Brainwave's song in two years' time. It's just like, for example, Umocha Mushroom Boys remix or Ancestral mm. Ceremonies. People still pump it even today. It's timeless. Mm. Jackson Brainwave is one of those uh, people. He's, he's able to do that perfectly. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yo, man, yeah. let's talk about the latest release, Divine Interventions. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. from the name from Les Kupu, I feel like those two songs they they align but they are two different. This one is taking me here, this one is taking me here, but they're just trying to show me one thing at the same time. Tell me about that project. So this year has been quite a tough year for me. I lost both of my parents in the same year. I lost oh, my mother in Feb- yeah, thanks man. In February. So, the name Manana, there's a track called Manana, mm, mm. that's my mother's name. Mm. So it's actually a tribute song to her. Mm. And you know what divine interventions mean, you know? Uh, it's, she's next to God, let me put it in the simplest form. She's next to Umdali, she's next to Ramuloki or Ramaseki. Mm. That's what, how I, I put it. And then the other song there called Mocholo, like I said before, I tell um, stories with my songs. So even a lot of people internationally would, would ask me, what does this song mean? You know, uh, I mean, what does that name mean and whatever? So Mucholoko actually means an initiate, someone who's in the traditional healing initiation path or school. So in Sesotho, we call them Mocholoko. In uh, Zulu, they call them Itwasa. So that's just a song um, just to educate people about African uh, spirituality. Again, Mocholoko just means Itwasa or someone on their spiritual um, traditional healing path. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How's the love so far? How's the love so far? Wow. The love is great. I mean, um, the song Manana made it to Black Coffee's top 10 um, on his favorite songs on his Spotify check ID. It's check number nine. Mm. So that in itself um, speaks volumes in terms of the response of the song. I've been getting inboxes and 
emails in terms of the EP, people love it. And it actually made people realize that it's not the only EP or songs. They actually went back to my other projects yeah, as well. There's Pick as well. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. So now they, they clued up as to what I'm trying to do. So the response is great. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Wow. I, I, also, I, there's a... Hmm. I just wish that... There's, a, it, it there's also a track called Mitali. Yeah. Um, that I released this year with a record label that I'm signed to. Actually, I'm signed under a record label called Concrete Jungle Records. So I listed under under that record label. So people didn't really recognize that song. Only they're going back to it now because of this EP. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people. That's when, like, I always tell artists that you guys shouldn't be afraid or like. Yeah, just be afraid of taking out music. Whenever you feel like you've done with, you are done with the project, give it to someone, let them release. It doesn't matter whether it's a big or a small label, as long as the music gets out there. Because if you're going to hold on to me at Serial and you want to be the judge of that and be like, nah, this is not it, this is not... It, it limits you as an individual. So let's just take out the music out there and then people will catch up. My man, I couldn't have said it better because... I don't understand the concept of Afro House. We're talking about Afro Afro House artists um, keeping their music to to themselves and not giving people music. What's the point of making music if um, people won't really hear your talent or your craft? I mean, yeah. you should share music as much as you can with, with people. More especially if maybe you see this. I mentioned this thing of people trying to be exclusive. That thing holds people back. Yeah. Because now you're trying to make your music exclusive, but the range or your music doesn't doesn't reach a lot of people. Instead of just you know just get a record label, doesn't have to be DM recordings or jazz or whatever. Just a record label that's good, that's capable of releasing your music. Yeah. Give it to them, have a marketing strategy, and then from there, boom, people get your music. It's yeah. it's jazzable. People can get your music on platforms like Spotify and whatever. People can listen to your music. This thing of holding back music is is is, is, is destroying the whole culture. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't be done. Back in the days, we never used to do that. That's why everything was easy. Mm. You know, we used to turn uh, me for one. I've always been the same person. I've never changed in terms of engaging with people. I mean. You, for example, send me an inbox. I wasn't pompous or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're speaking now. So yeah. this thing of people being pompous and arrogant, thinking, nah, I, I got gigs in Cape Town and whatever. Now you think you made it. Nah, that thing you should drop because it's destroying um, um, people and their craft and the whole movement with the culture of Afro House. We should yeah. share music and we should be, we should move as one unit. Mm. That's all. Yeah. What yeah. what what would you like to say to Morena for five years ahead of us right now? Like just the message. You are going to be the greatest mm. producer in the Afro House game. Um, uh, just continue the way. Just continue your path, the way you have started it, and nothing can come between. You, Morena, and your music and your craft. You've been there, done that, and you're still here, you're still moving. Yeah. I can do better. Yeah. Where can people find you on the socials? Um, on Insta, it's Morena underscore my surname, which is 
M-O-R-E-N-A underscore M-O-T-I-K-O-E. That's um, on Instagram. And then my Twitter, it's at Morena. More noise. It's one word. But um, instead of an S by the noise, you just substitute the S with a Z. And on Facebook, it's Morena Official. One word. And then also, if they want to catch me on the record label I'm signed under, um, on Facebook, it's Concrete Jungle Records, uh, but Concrete with a K. And then on Instagram, it's the same spelling, and then dot .rec on Instagram. Concrete Jungle dot Thank you, man. Um, it was an honor. I hope that um, one day we can just have at least a, a four-part series where we just get to also share the ins and outs of the industry and what you've been through as well, you know, just to give a tip to other people as well uh, that are upcoming and are looking forward uh, um, to also working with you, you know, maybe create that process because now it's no longer about, uh, it's no longer about being self-made and stuff. I hate that as well, you know, and that's why we're also moving slowly, cruising nicely in our own way. So we're not racing yeah. with anyone we're not looking at who's doing this who's doing that as long as we get to reach the people that matter that's the most important thing but shout out man uh thank you thank you for for your time it was an honor uh let's do this again this was the spotlight interview ladies and gentlemen with morena Mutiku. that's right right yes that's right yeah that's right music out now divine interventions ep out on dm recordings go check that shit out because you had it here first i told you i'm the authority that's it ladies and gentlemen this show is proudly brought to you by family tree dentist creating healthy smiles one patient at a time receive up to 20 percent off this winter on general pediatric cosmetic and prosthesis dentistry Transform that smile today without breaking the bank. Visit us at Leogem Innovation Works in Halfway House, Madrant. Don't wait any longer. Call us today at 063-985-2527 to schedule an appointment. Family Tree Dentist, your partner in oral health, committed to creating healthy smiles, one patient at a time.